Bulgarian National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, bringing you news, stories and music from this country. I'm Kustodin Atanasov, joining you from the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio here in Sofia. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the news headlines on Thursday, the 17th of November. Parliament's legal committee decides to remove electoral constituency of Bulgarians abroad. Changes in the election code bring disagreement between parliamentary parties. Bulgarian parliament called for dropping the Schengen barriers to Bulgaria. Bulgaria preparing logistics for transport of weapons in the country and abroad. Bulgaria will not file arbitration case against Gazprom for suspended gas deliveries. And now the news in full. After a sleepless night and a 17-hour sitting, the MPs from the Parliamentary Legal Committee accepted and brought to the plenary hall for the final second reading the changes to the electoral code. With the votes of GERP, the Bulgarian Socialist Party and the Movement for Rights and Freedoms, the paper ballot has been returned. With 12 votes for and 11 votes against the proposal of GERP Sedese to not have a multi-mandate electoral district outside the country was accepted. Electronic remote voting is also abolished. When they do not have a constituency, Bulgarian citizens abroad cannot exercise a preferential vote, said Nadezhda Yordanova from Democratic Bulgaria. MP Hamid Hamid from the Movement for Rights and Freedoms said that there was a lack of methodology, how many mandates and from where they would be taken for the constituency outside Bulgaria. There are about 2 million Bulgarians living outside the country and that makes nearly 80 mandates, Hamid Hamid said. MPs from We Continue the Change and Democratic Bulgaria left the parliament in protest against the changes to the electoral code adopted by the parliament's legal committee. They will return to plenary when the amendments are voted on at second reading. According to the former ruling coalition partners, the return of the paper ballot, the cancellation of the constituency for Bulgarians abroad and the dissolution of the public council to the Central Electoral Commission is a, quote, demonstration of the power of the majority of revenge, end of quote, which they will not allow. The co-chairman of We Continue the Change, Kirill Petkov, threatened the Bulgarian Socialist Party that if the changes are accepted, they would not form a coalition with the socialists. The leader of GERP, Boyko Borisov, called on his MPs to reconsider their position not to hurry with changes and not to abolish the Bulgarians' abroad constituency. The Bulgarian parliament has adopted a declaration on the accession of Bulgaria to the Schengen area. The document emphasizes that Bulgaria has fulfilled the requirements already in 2011 and this has been confirmed by many international institutions. It is insisted that Bulgaria become part of Schengen in 2023. 
the Bulgarian MPs call on their colleagues from the European Union member states to support Bulgarian membership in the area free of border controls. The declaration was unanimously supported by the parties GERP SEDESE, BSP for Bulgaria, the Movement for Rights and Freedoms and Bulgarian Rise. Vazraždane voted against. MPs from We Continue the Change and Democratic Bulgaria were not in the hall and did not vote. The analysis that will show the types of weapons Bulgaria could provide to Ukraine will be ready at the end of the week, caretaker Minister of Defense Dimitar Stoyanov said. A little more technical work is needed in the process and the preparation of the logistics, which is not easy because this is armament that must be transported both within the territory of the country and outside it, the minister added. Commenting on the missile incident in Poland, the minister recalled that the idea for collective air defense of the alliance and the acquisition of joint anti-aircraft systems is at a very early stage and Bulgaria must rely only on its own systems. It is not in Bulgaria's interest to seek an arbitration solution for the stopped gas supplies from Russia, caretaker Minister of Energy Rosen Christov said in Parliament. According to him, the Russian monopolist Gazprom has stopped communication with Bulgaria after unilaterally stopping gas supplies in April. The minister also said that the natural gas Bulgaria receives through Greece was not Russian. Currently, this country receives gas delivered in liquefied form by a Norwegian tanker in a Greek port. We rely on guarantees that no Russian gas is delivered, the minister further said. On Thursday morning, the 17th of November, an air alert was again declared over the entire eastern and central Ukraine. Around 8 a.m., four Russian missile strikes were launched against the regional center of Nikolaevsk, the head of the military administration, Vitaly Kim, announced. After the 17th session of the Rammstein countries, which provide military support to Ukraine, it was agreed to send anti-aircraft defense equipment and ammunition. After the press conference, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the United States, General Mark Milley, said that Russia has lost the war in Ukraine strategically, operationally and tactically. Moscow made a huge strategic mistake in starting the war and failed to achieve any of its stated objectives of overthrowing the government in Kiev, capturing Odessa and reaching the Carpathians. On a front of 900 kilometers, Russia is currently losing both operationally and tactically, despite controlling about 20% of Ukrainian territory, the general said. Mili told the CNN that there is little chance of Ukraine liberating Crimea by military means at the moment. The former commanding general of U.S. military forces in Europe, General Ben Hodges, said that Crimea would become the new Kherson for Russia because the Ukrainian army would soon begin to limit military supplies to the occupied peninsula, reports Union Agency. Meanwhile, NATO and Poland have concluded that the missile that crashed in Poland probably deflected after being fired by Ukraine's air defenses. Polish President Andrzej Duda said it was an isolated incident and there was no immediate threat to Polish citizens. COVID-19 
262 are the new infections with COVID-19 registered in Bulgaria for the last 24 hours. Cases decreased by 43 compared to a day earlier. Over 55.4% of the newly infected persons have not been vaccinated. 5.5% of the 4,680 tests performed came back positive, compared to 5.7% of the indicator on Wednesday, according to the coronavirus.bg portal. Actively registered patients increased by 12 to 7,801. 59 infected persons were admitted to hospitals. 40 of them, or 67.8%, were not vaccinated. The number of hospitalized patients has decreased by 13 to 528 as 65 patients are in intensive care units. For the last 24 hours, eight persons with an established COVID-19 infection passed away. Seven of the deceased persons were not immunized. 242 people were reported recovered on Wednesday. A total of 935 vaccine doses were administered in Bulgaria yesterday. The Bulgarian national football team defeated Cyprus 2-0 in a friendly match played in Larnaca last night. Coach Mladen Krstajčić's footballers dominated most of the match. In the middle of the first part, Kirill Despodov scored the first goal in the 24th minute. In the second half, in the 71st minute, Spasdelev increased the score to 2-0. This is the third consecutive victory for the rejuvenated Bulgarian national team. On Sunday, the representative Bulgarian team has one more friendly game against Luxembourg. On Friday, the lowest temperatures will be between 3 and 8 degrees Celsius. In Sofia, about 4 degrees. During the day, cloudiness will be variable and rainfalls can be expected in the afternoon and in the evening, mainly in the western regions of Bulgaria. The highest temperatures will be between 15 and 20 degrees Celsius. In the capital city of Sofia, up to 15 degrees Celsius. It will be foggy and cloudy at the Black Sea coast. The highest temperatures will be between 14 and 18 degrees Celsius. Seawater temperature is 15 to 16 degrees. It will be rainy in the mountains in the afternoon. The highest temperature at 1200 meters will be 13 degrees Celsius at 2000 meters up to 6 degrees Celsius. Bulgaria today. You're listening to the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria now the headlines once again. Parliament's legal committee decides to remove electoral constituency of Bulgarians abroad. Changes in the election code bring disagreement between parliamentary parties. Bulgarian parliament called for dropping the Schengen barriers to Bulgaria. Bulgaria will not file arbitration case against Gazprom for suspended gas deliveries. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on the show, 20 of the 28 Bulgarian administrative regions have lost a fifth of their workforce. 
the gap between the poorest and most prosperous regions persists. Don't go away. Economy. Slowdown in investment and growth, pandemic, recession, rapid recovery, political instability, war in Ukraine, energy crisis in the old continent. Following in this order are the challenges that have changed the economic and social map of Bulgaria over the last decade. The Institute for Market Economics presented its annual edition of Regional Profiles Indicators of Development, a study that registered the state of the 28 regions in the country according to 68 indicators. In the last four to five years, we have gone through some pretty tumultuous developments, economist Petar Ganev says. We have had a lot of volatility in the economy, but at the same time the regional differences remained. The gap between big and small enterprises, between the capital and everyone else, between the north and the south. The expert cites the example of the economic centers in the south being larger in scale and having better connectivity, which gives them an upper hand over the north. The axis of Sofia, Plovdiv, Starazagora, Burgas, these are relatively strong and large centers that are well connected, continues Petr Ganev. While in the north, this is not the case. There is only Varna and a few smaller centers. However, I see that there is potential there that can be developed. In Sofia, Plovdiv and Varna, many indicators are improving, including demographically, due to the influx of people coming for the universities and better job opportunities. The big question, however, is whether we will see this in some of the secondary centers such as Rose, Veliko, Trnovo, Starazagore, where there is no such inflow of newcomers. Young people there still tend to go abroad or to the biggest cities, says Petr Ganev. Almost every region is performing well in a given area, the Institute's research shows. For example, education in Smolen is at a good level. In Pleven, healthcare. In Sofia region, economic activity. And the second largest city in the country, Plovdiv, remains in the top positions in economic development, good education, employment and income, which is relatively high for the country. The demographic situation is the biggest problem for all regions. The 2021 census confirms the trend of declining human capital. 20 of the regions have lost at least a fifth of their workforce. Failure to adapt to a declining population continues to have a direct impact on the delivery of public services and on the ability of the private sector to hire labor, reads one of the study's conclusions. And as Bulgaria may well face the new year without a new budget due to the slim chance of having a regular cabinet, Petr Ganev highlights which social groups will suffer the most. The most affected will be the people who are waiting for the state to provide concrete solutions, those who are on minimum wage or on pensions, the economist says. In the case of pensioners, however, if there are changes, they usually happen in July, so they are not necessarily among the most affected by this situation. Even if we had an adequate budget, perhaps there would be no pension update from the 1st of January. 
However, for people on the minimum wage in a regular cabinet and budget, their income would in all likelihood have been increased. So there are groups for whom it is certainly more advantageous to have a budget, to have stability, including employers and trade unions who prefer to have a ready framework within which to work. Song of the day. Tonight, the 17th of November, Spectrum Vocal Band celebrates its 10th anniversary with a concert at Lumiere Cinema in Sofia. The a cappella group will perform pieces from their new album, Singer Prince, as well as songs from previous projects. You can find more details about Spectrum Vocal Band on Radio Bulgaria's website and the article about the Crystal Lyre Award presented to the band a few days ago. That has been all on Bulgaria Today this Thursday, the 17th of November. You can follow the latest news and developments in this country on our website. Our podcast is available for listening on Spotify. All you need to do to find it is type a Bulgaria Today podcast. Don't forget that you can always drop us a line at radiobulgaria at bna.bg or english at bna.bg. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Thank you for being with us today. Join us again tomorrow. Stay healthy and take care. Bulgarian National Radio.